Welcome to episode number 60 of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. This is the podcast where we create a global community around process safety and industries handling combustible dust. I want to start with a big welcome back. Those of you that uh, listen regularly, we missed last week over the Christmas holidays. It is actually December 31st, 2019 when this is coming out. So welcome back from your holidays. If you're just getting back into the office, hope you had an amazing break. Hope you had some time away from the office, some time away with your family and friends, and uh, we're able to, to celebrate that way. This episode in particular, we're going to be talking about the top five questions from our upcoming 2020 Digital Dust Safety Conference. So this is our four-day online conference starting from February 24th through to February 27th. That's happening this year. We've been getting a ton of great feedback, a lot of really positive comments. We've been lining up the speakers, lining up the keynotes, and we had had some people following through and asking different questions about the event. So we decided to collect up the top five questions that we're getting to put on this episode. So at the time of this coming out, again, it's December 31st, 2020. I want to note that early bird pricing for the event ends January 10th, 2020. So if you're hearing this as it comes out, definitely go to the event page at DDSC for Digital Dust Safety Conference, DDSC2020.com, and grab your ticket right away because the early bird pricing is ending soon. If you're listening to this in the future, the material will still be interesting and useful for you, and you can actually go to that same website, and we'll have links to how you can access this material. So we'll get into this in the actual podcast episode, but everything from the conference will be recorded, will be available through the Dust Safety Academy platform. So if you're listening to this in the future, you can get access to the over 60 presentations that we'll have by going again to that link, DDSC2020. If you go to it now, in terms of when you're listening, if you're listening when this first comes out, You'll have access to you know how to learn more and how to get uh, to the actual event, how to be involved. And if it's in the future, then we'll have links there to how you can get a replay of that information or where you can get involved with the Dust Safety Academy today or the upcoming Digital Dust Safety Conference. So in terms of questions, then the, the number one question that we've gotten a lot is, is what if I can't make the live conference presentations? And we get this a lot because we have a global audience coming to the event. So some people just won't be able to make the right time zones to be able to attend. Uh, it is a four-day conference with uh, at least eight-hour days, maybe 10-hour days on some days. So we're not expecting the people to s sit in front of their computer and actually watch every webinar-style presentation. And beyond that, we actually have multiple tracks on most days, so you won't be able to watch everything anyway. So the, the big point here is that everything is going to be recorded and available through the conference platform. So the conference is being run on the Dust Safety Academy platform. That's where the central conference portal is. That's where you can access all the events live. We would encourage people to attend live when possible because you can actually interact with the speakers, ask them questions. But if you're unable to make a live presentation, and we expect that everyone that's involved won't make every presentation, actually, we should do that. If somebody is able to make every presentation live, that maybe they should get an award or a badge or something. But again, there is multiple tracks, so it won't even be possible that way. But the big, the big takeaway is that the event replays will be available for six months afterwards. So through till, I believe, September 2020, It'll actually be like a mini training program. We'll have over 30 hours of material that you can go through all around combustible dust safety. We'll get into what you can expect in the next question, what the kind of different talks are. But that's just the, the point I want to make on this question is if you can't make it live, that's not a problem. I'd still encourage you to register because you can still see all the replays. You can actually still interact with the speakers as well. You can tag them inside the conference platform. You can jump in the discussion in the community forum on the different presentations. So it is really meant to be remote and also something you can interact with after the event as well. 
So the second question that we get quite a bit is, what can I expect from the event? What uh, kind of topics and what kind of speakers are being involved? So the first kind of point here is, again, and this is being hosted through the Dust Safety Academy platform. So this is a, you know not just the conference portal, but as a community forum where people are discussing topics around combustible dust safety. Just looking at the forum now, we have topics around global regulations, standards and guidelines, dust capture, collection, housekeeping, experimental testing, computer modeling. We have places to put um, and find incident investigation reports, online videos around combustible dust, other educational material. And people are in there posting every day and every week now on things that they're coming across. Things like how to avoid smoldering combustion piles, how to avoid fire in silos, external effects of venting explosions on other parts of the facility, prevention and protection measures, and, and a whole bunch of different aspects. So that's the first thing to expect is that it's not just the conference that's available. You actually have access to the now over 100 people that are registered. I mean, probably by the time this episode comes out, several hundred uh, that will be registered to attend the conference. So you have access to communicate with them, both through this community forum, but also through personal messaging system that's all included. Um, you also have access to all of our member companies. So you can go ask them a question. If you have a question about spark detection, a question about explosion venting, a question about explosion prevention, dust cleanup, dust collection, we'll have companies there that you can actually go talk to in the exhibition area uh, at any time to help debug and, and understand your problems. So beyond that, then the actual technical conference is quite detailed as well. So the technical industrial training conference has two full days and each day has two tracks. The first day is all around hazard analysis, hazard identification, and system design. So in the morning, we have important concepts in hazard identification analysis. We have introduction to NFPA 652 and dust hazard analysis by David Hakes, RexV Products. We have differences between global approaches to hazard analysis by Jeff Snowys from Fike. Uh, differences between prescriptive and performance-based DHAs by DECRA. And we also have a track that's all around powder handling system design. So if you're not sure about uh, things like bucket elevator systems, storage silos, ducting and hosing, dust collection system design, the other track in that morning session will be all around powder handling and powder manufacturing equipment and also combustible dust safety considerations in terms of those. In the afternoon on the first day then, we have case examples all around hazard identification analysis. And the two tracks are actually separated globally. So we have North America track for case examples. And we also have an international track. In North America track, we'll be talking about example application of combustible dust testing, challenges in retrofitting explosion protection in existing facilities by Chris Justo, Hallam ICS. Um, the testing presentation will actually be given by Marion Cluche from Jensen Hughes, who we've had on the, the podcast before. And then in the international track, we have lessons learned from global plant inspections by Remby, by a, a really high-level consultant there, Francesca, who's an amazing presenter, amazing wealth of knowledge and combustible dust safety around the world. We also have International X Facility Assessment and Certification by Arpad Bares from EXNB. On day two then, we switch, instead of talking about the, the high-level hazard analysis and identification, we go into a lot of detailed topics around explosion prevention methods, explosion protection methods, and dust control, collection, and cleaning. So we have things like the use of fan systems to control fugitive dust accumulations presented by Sonic Air, we have oxygen reduction and nerding systems by Dr. Shok Dasnar, Bowski and Associates. We have the latest developments in spark detection and monitoring solutions. Traditional and non-traditional explosion venting options by CV Technology. Comparing NFPA 68 to EN 14491 requirements for venting. Um, this will be done by some folks at Remby as well. And then all things around dust collection, capture, and control. So everything from dust collection systems through to dust cleaning systems, what you need to know. 
So those are the, the technical sessions. Again, this is going to be over 32 individual webinar presentations. Then we have some actual great keynotes as well. So NFPA signed up for a keynote on updates to the combustible dust uh, standards and regulatory guidelines through NFPA, what updates are going to see in that the upcoming year. And of course, this year, the DHA requirement goes into effect through NFPA 652. We're going to have the National Grain and Feed Association talking about their successes in educating their industries and implementing the grain handling standard and how that whole process went over the last several decades. We'll also have discussions around global regulation for combustible dust safety and a bunch of other great keynote speakers that we have lined up as well. In terms of the research conference, we're still working on that. We have about half of the the presenters lined up and we're just bringing the, the second half of research presenters as well. So this will actually be day three and day four of the conference. We're shooting for another 32 presentations, so another two eight-hour days with two tracks for each. And that will be another great wealth of information as well. And you can get all this information at ddsc2020.com. If you go there, I think by the time this episode comes out, we'll actually have that all mostly finalized and we'll have the industry, actually the, the whole event program up at that site that you can go check out there. So the third question that we've getting a lot is, are there any more presentation slots available? So seeing the kind of lineup that we have, the, the quality of speakers, the quality of keynotes, are going to be at the event. We have had a lot of companies, a lot of individuals reach out looking to present as well. At the current time, industry presentations are currently full. They've actually been full now probably for several months at the time this is coming out. And we're really just fully book solid. We thought about maybe adding another day, but we didn't want to make it uh, unwieldy for the participants. So there are no longer any industry presentation spots. There may be research presentations available. So these could be universities, industry groups that are doing presentations. Even individual companies, if you have a research program, I mean, go check again at the, the website, at the landing page, and that will let you know if, at the time this comes out, if there's any research presentation spots. Beyond that, I would still recommend you registering for the general event. So one of the things that's included with the registration is a public profile. So if you actually interact with the community, ask questions, ask questions in the forum, there's a an email signature block that you're encouraged to put anything. So I'll link back to your company's website or your work or a case study that you've done. So getting involved and actually being helpful in the community has a lot of people will be clicking through to your email signature. So that'd be a really great way to get involved. So I do have to say that unfortunately there are very limited presentation slots available just due to the, uh, you know, how many people wanted to be involved in the event. But I would encourage you to sign up for the general admission because you'll still be able to interact with the, you know, several hundred participants that will be involved. And we're actually shooting to have a thousand people registered by the time the event goes live in February, in the end of February. I mean, hopefully we'll be well on our way to our goal by the time this episode comes out. Um, but again, I'm sure we'll be, uh, we have, you know, a hundred people registered now and we'll, we'll be up around several hundred by the time this comes out or in January, at least. One question I've been getting a lot from the research community is what if I don't know, you know, if my research will be complete? So we didn't maybe highlight this enough in the the opening and the promotion event, but you can present on research that you've already done, that's already been published. You can also present on work in progress. So it's really meant to be an open landscape just to show what research is available out there. The thought is really to cross-pollinate between people that are attending for the industry conference and people that are attending for the research conference. So it's a great way to get your students experience presenting. It's also a great way to maybe connect with some industry folks that uh, may be involved in directing and helping with your research in the future. So I wouldn't worry too much about the status of the research. Again, research in progress or papers that you've already done. If you've done a degree in the field and you want to highlight your research, 
I actually at the moment have a slot put in to uh, to do my about my PhD research, which is all around modeling, fundamental modeling of, of dust deflagration. Um, but I may have to give my spot up if we have too many research presenters that, that want to be involved. But yeah, any kind of topic that you've already published, there is no paper requirement. You don't have to do a big abstract, just a, you know, a one paragraph summary of what you're doing would be perfect. At the moment, we have presenters that are presenting on computational fluid dynamics, so modeling of dust explosions, experimental testing and nerding, case studies, process safety topics. So it is really a wide field. If you're doing research involved in combustible dust or process safety, we'd love to have you present that research at the event. And again, this will really help cross-pollinate between the industries that are, are attending and the research groups. So in the last question I'll highlight, question number five is, how can I help support the conference? So we've had a lot of people reach out and say, I love the event. I love the lineup that we have. I love the keynote speakers. You know, what can I do to actually promote the event? So the first thing is the the kind of first step would be just to email somebody that you know and, you know, tell them what the event's about. Tell them that uh, it's all around combustible dust safety, around connecting industry experts, around connecting research, around educating and training all around combustible dust safety. I'm going to send them the link ddsc2020.com. Encourage them to register. You can certainly share on social media. In terms of more formal ways, if you are already registered for the event, you should be getting the Dust Safety Academy newsletter by our marketing manager, Jennifer Driska. And she might have some other ways in there. And probably around the time this comes out, if you check that newsletter, there should be some other ways you can get involved. Maybe uh, some sort of referral system or some sort of discount codes or something like that. But check the newsletter. Again, that's only really people that have already been registered or uh, maybe media partners or people that are involved in the, the membership uh, directory, the exhibition area. We may have some other ways to highlight. But the biggest thing to do is just to let somebody know. Email somebody, say you may be interested in the event and send it through. That'd be the best way you can help. Again, we're looking to have a thousand people register for the conference. The kind of big vision is to get the combustible dust community in one virtual room, if only for these four days, but also into the platform. So we start to foster this community, start to foster this communication, and also provide this education and training. So that's it for this episode of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. It's a little bit of a shorter one. We talked about the five questions about the 2020 Digital Dust Safety Conference. Um, what if I can't make it to the live presentations and that's not a problem? Everything will be recorded and you still actually interact with everyone there. Uh, we would encourage people to attend live so you can actually ask your questions in real time, but uh, you can also tune in to the ones that you miss later. What can I expect from the event? We talked about the outline, the technical conference, the research conference. And again, if you go to DDSC 2020, we should have a draft program up there. Question number three, are there any more presentation slots available? This, unfortunately, is, is likely a no for the industry side. Um, in terms of research presentations, we may have a very small number of slots available. So definitely go check that out if you're interested in being involved. And just general admission, again, we have our email signature. You can actually direct message people in the conference platform. So it's still a great way to get involved and share your knowledge there. Question number four is for the research presenters. What if I don't know if my research will be complete? Uh, this really is an issue. You can you can do work in progress. There's no paper requirement or even present on something that you published previously. This is just another form to help get that information out there. The last question is, how can I support the conference? And we've been overwhelmed with the, the number of people that want to help promote the event. So thank you so much for that. And the best way is just to share it. And again, if you're already registered, then uh, you know Jennifer may be sending through some more information on direct ways that you can help. And you can check that out in the Dust Safety Academy newsletter that she sends out every week. So I'm really excited for the event. I hope you had, a, again, a fantastic Christmas uh, 2019, a fantastic break 
had great holidays with your family and friends and are coming back in and looking to get better even back to work um, in the new year of 2020. We're really hoping for a big turnout at the conference that we can really push our mission to increase awareness, education, connection, and change in industries handling combustible dust around the world. Last, if you are listening to this in the future and you've actually missed the event or even if you were involved in the event and you're just tuning in the podcast now, if you go to that same website, DDSC2020, or even dustsafetyscience.com slash 60 for the show notes for this episode, you can get access to the replays through the Dust Safety Academy platform and use that as a you know training and education modules for combustible dust safety. And you can also find out any information on upcoming events they'll be running on that same page as well. So as always, I want to say thank you for listening to the Dust Safety Science Podcast. Thank you for your support for the upcoming event. Hope you have a safe and productive week ahead, and I appreciate everything you're doing in interest handling combustible dust, making them safer every day. <laughs>